I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Hilton, and this is the bit where I normally include some element of what's going on in my life, like that we're on flood watch all the time at the moment. <laughs> Not that I'm, I feel like I'm in any danger, but I can tell you that actually all I've been doing for the last few weeks has actually been putting together a three-day challenge. I haven't even really noticed the weather. Um, and challenge is the wrong kind of word, but what I've been it's a three-day event, right? Totally free. We're over three days. I'm going to be running like little mini workshops each day. Um, Think 10 minutes, but probably more like 20 because I find it hard to be succinct um, or cram everything that I want to say, I should say, into 10 minutes. Um, Give you some insight and information into how to take back control of your mental health your mind, your emotions, and your fertility journey, like with a daily activity and some bonuses up for grabs for those who participate and real support from uh, for you from yours truly, you know, with your actual details where I can, you know, help guide you. Um, for those people in the Facebook group already, um, they will know I'm already talking to them and supporting them. And in fact, I think I'm probably going to include a fourth day for just like question and answering and anything you want to know from me and give you that real access to me. And that is happening. That's actually starting in a matter of hours. I'm putting this podcast out early, um, possibly one or two hours. You can still join. Um, So it's starting on 10 a.m. on the Monday, the 24th of October, Australian time. So that could be Sunday uh, for you if you're in uh, the US or Canada, you don't have to turn up live. You can join if it's already Tuesday. You know, I don't mind. The videos will still be there. The exercises will still be there. The support will still be there all week. Um, and you can watch the videos in your own time, in your own time zone. Um, but if you are signed up from today, um, participate right? And you can do all of this by going to studiofertility.com slash control to join in because we want to take back control, right, of your life, your mental and emotional health, calm down your nervous system and who knows, maybe this is what helps you kick over the edge to get your baby. Yes, it is on Facebook. It is really the only platform I know that allows the level of interaction it has. So that is why I want people to interact. If you want to join in and don't have Facebook, join up anyway, send me a message and maybe I'll look after you. You know, I'll definitely look after you uh, with a Zoom link or something like that, but I won't be interacting on Zoom. I'll only be interacting with people um, on the Facebook group. Because it's just me and it's too hard to do all the platforms. (laughs) I hope you appreciate that. So today, let's look at what I think are the three major missing ingredients of what most people include in their approach to fertility. 
And seriously, it's probably not just three, but let's keep this simple today. Okay. Now I follow a simple formula with when I'm working with my clients, uh, when I work with them through my program, the fertility shift, and that is heal, build and enhance. How did I say build then build (laughs) anyway, heal, build and enhance. And they don't always happen in that order or some of them happen concurrently or sometimes we need to do some building so that the healing can occur, right? It's not like this, um, it's not like this linear process, but it's always this idea of heal, build, enhance. And we might find, you know, in the building phase that something else needs to be healed and we go back or in the enhancing phase, something else comes up, right? It's never this linear process, but it's heal, build, enhance. So the first thing I focus on is healing. Most of us try and forge ahead and feel positive and try to turn our fertility journey all around without looking at this step, okay, which leads into my first missing ingredient for most. So number one, um, you know, this will be no surprise if you listen to my podcast. Let me ask you this. How much time have you dedicated on your journey to the physical side of things? And I'm not talking about having sex, although that may be a lot of time spent on that, right? (laughs) But I'm talking about acupuncture, supplements, doctor's visits, diet changes, trying to find food that doesn't taste like cardboard, trying to find a snack that satisfies your sweet cravings, staring at packet ingredients in the supermarket to see if you can even eat it, Um, cutting out alcohol and really wishing you didn't have to, researching everything on Google around how to increase your AMH and lower your FSH or how to unblock a fallopian tube or, you know, has anyone ever got pregnant at 36 with this condition? You know, how to get pregnant with PCOS or unexplained infertility or what supplements to take or what issues might be holding you back physically or peeing on sticks to see when you're ovulating or to see if you're pregnant, you know, trying to exercise more or less or trying to lose weight or take your temperature or record your cervical mucus or any other physical element to this whole thing that we call fertility. I'm guessing, just like me, when I set out on the path, when I was going through it, At age 27, for many, many years, I'm guessing you spent and have spent a big, chunky amount of time dedicated to these things. And that's why it's taking over your life, right? Because all of that is a full-time job, right? But what is the point if we're totally broken inside, okay? I'm just going to say this plainly today. I'm in the mood for it. That stress can be a contributing factor to not getting pregnant. Is stress the cause of infertility? No. Is it your fault? No. Stress does not help. It's a scientific fact. Now, did relieving the stress get me pregnant? No, right? But research shows that women with higher rates of depression and anxiety actually have lower pregnancy and take home baby rates right? And that's why relieving some of these things for many women can actually help in the overall stakes of getting pregnant because your nervous system is important. And if your nervous system is on high alert and constantly pumping out cortisol, it's not prioritizing pregnancy. Now getting stressed around pregnancy 
is not the cause of your infertility. But maybe you've always been stressed and maybe you need to find those ways to de-stress around this. And your nervous system is so important for so many other reasons, right? It's a health issue. And so many things can go into it being on high alert, even if most of the time you are happy. That's the tricky part. Now, how often do we accept the argument that stress can make us sick? You are all stressed out. And then you go on holiday, of course, and then you get sick, right? Because you allow your body to relax and you allow your body to finally catch up with itself. And even the the saying, you know, he worked himself into an early grave, right? We accept that stress is not good for us. What does all of this tell us? Stress and never resting causes too much inflammation and damage in the body, to our longevity and our health. It weakens us and makes us more susceptible. And the body will stop things that it doesn't consider a priority if we are that stressed out, like reproducing. So yes, number one is we are not prioritizing our mental and emotional and energetic health as part and parcel of being the healthiest we can be for fertility. Some women who come to me are the healthiest they have ever been in their lives, and that's great. But they're, you know, on a physical, um, like, supplement and diet level, like cutting out alcohol and things. But their stress and depression and fears are off the charts. And I always maintain that's not a healthy state. Sleep may be lacking, and they just feel miserable. You can't feel healthy in that state. Inflammation markers can go up quite apart from, you know, not being able to make good decisions and the rest of it, right? (laughs) Not coping with the journey and not being able to continue. Our mental and emotional health will actually increase our physical health in so many ways. Our mind is not separate from our body. We all know this, but while we've been taught that medicine is amazing for overcoming our illnesses, we haven't been taught how to manage our emotions and change our mindset and how we have so much more control over these two things than we think. Now, we don't have ultimate control, then we wouldn't be human, right? But more control and more ability to influence ourselves than we realize if we only had the tools. So yes, number one is prioritizing your mental and emotional health even above physical things. You will make better decisions, be able to keep going on the path longer if that is what is needed to figure out what is going on for you. Um, For example, you'll enjoy your life along the way. There might be, you know, things that happen that are not great, but for the whole, you will look back and not have all these massive regrets. And I've seen it override the physical element many times, to be honest. But even if it doesn't, Being destroyed in the process of conceiving is not fun. It should be your biggest undertaking, right, to feel better, to enjoy your life. Not looking back and thinking, oh, I regret that decision I made because you're making it out of fear and desperation. Mental and emotional health, number one, number one, right? This is not a surprise that I would say this. And it's a big part of the heal piece, right? You may be working on other ways of healing physically too, which is great, but healing needs to happen mentally and emotionally too for the best health that we can be in. Anxiety does us no favors, it really doesn't. Now, building becomes 
a strong focus, right? Heal, build, enhance. So building becomes a strong focus once we get some of the healing done because otherwise we run the risk of falling back to our old patterns and our old ways, undoing any good healing by not backing it up. And building also helps healing to occur. Building can look like finding other things in your life to be grateful for or that you're working towards that you find fulfilling, uh, identifying those things. When we can see that we have a compelling future in other areas of our lives apart from fertility, it can often help us to also heal. So part of the building phase is my number two thing missing from most people's approaches, and that is prioritizing yourself and setting up a strong support system, right? This is my number two missing thing. Because, see, point number one, right? You need to prioritize yourself and have a strong support system because of point number one, mental and emotional health. Seriously. We have doctors, naturopaths, and acupuncturists on board, uh, some of which may be good emotional support networks, but some who just aren't. Some people even have counselors, but counselors who don't understand and can't actually help them to shift forward. Sometimes you just need to know from somebody who's been in it how to do this. Too often, even from like, I'm going to say acupuncturists and naturopaths, I hear clients all confused because their practitioner is super strict and thinks it's their way or the highway and kind of guilts people into this one way to do things. Now, of course, most of the ones I know are not like that because I like to think I surround myself with good people personally and professionally. But, you know, I've heard some things. So, you know, and of course, doctors too. So you need to get those people in your corner who believe in you that help you believe in yourself because without that belief in yourself and your body, you're kind of pushing shit uphill with a stick right? You're not really getting anywhere. All the doubts that you have are going to be amplified by these people or the guilt you feel is going to be amplified every time you don't take a supplement or eat that little bit of gluten or prioritize yourself in some way, right? We need to prioritize ourselves to say no to things, to say yes to things, to put in boundaries and value who we are as a person, but that can take a lot sometimes because I don't know if it's just women who are trying to conceive or the issue is an endemic in our society, but so many of us just don't believe in ourselves, don't value our own worth, you know, or or like feel inferior to others to please them in some way. Like don't think we're actually a person somehow. It's so draining. And when we're trying to conceive, we need our energetic health, which starts with our emotional and mental health and believing that we deserve better. Now, my third thing that is missing from most people's approaches to their fertility is not having the building blocks and the tools to help themselves, right? Most of us are not the experts in how to feel better in uh, mentally and emotionally. Some people have all the good intentions of wanting to feel better, shift themselves energetically, but they just don't know how. And why would they, right? They've never been taught. Do you know, uh, we really haven't been taught the most fundamental building blocks of what it takes to live an amazing life, to change our thought patterns, to process our emotions. We think just because we're born, we're meant to know how to process emotions and manage our mindset. We think it's all work harder if you 
And if you don't get it, you didn't want it enough or something. We grow up with examples around us that don't help us. Rest is sometimes the work. Emotionally stunted or unavailable parents or parents who through no fault of their own just didn't give us what we needed. Maybe a good example, you know, we get taught maths and science and all the rest of it. And we think the total sum of being a good human is to share and be kind rather than to be a role model. I always like to be a role model for people rather than, you know, always sharing things because sometimes it's, it's not right to share things. Role models set emotional and physical boundaries. Role models say no to things when they're depleted. Role models know that the world, that the word, I should say, selfish isn't a bad word in the right context. Role models seek out help when they don't know the answers and so much more. Role models believe in themselves. So number three is really all about those tools that you need to be able to successfully implement one and two, emotional health and the right support network. It's a bit of a catch-22, isn't it? Because sometimes you need the self-worth already to prioritize yourself, to put your mental and emotional health first, to say, hey, I need a good support network and I need more support and tools to help me through this. I hope you followed that. (laughs) And I'm hoping that you can see your way past it and seeing the worth you have that you need all of these things. So some of the tools we need under this, you know, this missing approach is I'm going to say hypnotherapy just because I know it's power. It's a power tool. It's a power move. It's not the be all and end all, but it is a super great shortcut for a lot of people to calming down your nervous system quickly. It's a big secret hack, allowing you to feel good and helping your brain waves to calm down to be able to make good decisions. And it's been shown to improve fertility outcomes by up to 50%. Um, but I always think it needs to be backed up right, with tools that help you to stay that way and put you in the control seat, in the position of power, right, a way to process your thoughts and emotions so you don't just keep repeating the same patterns of thinking and feeling without any way to understand it or to change it because you haven't been shown how or don't understand it. Once you have that, hypnotherapy isn't sometimes necessary or needed or it can be greatly enhanced. Trust me. Um, You know, you need a true understanding of why your emotions matter and how that can shift you dramatically with a lot of things in your life. Tools to help you to build that trust back in your intuition and your body to lean into conceiving and not leaning away from conceiving. And it's not that you don't want to conceive when I'm saying leaning away, but it's like we're in this fear and avoidance all the time rather than leaning into this trust and intuition. Tools to strengthen your relationship so at the end of all of this, you have something to come home to. You have two parents that love the hell out of this baby And you have that family unit for this baby that you so desperately um, have wanted, right? So you can trust in each other. You know, I'm sitting here right now and I'm like, over my journey, what would I have done differently? And it's it's hard to know in some respects um, 
um, I can say things like freeze my eggs or, you know, but, you know, we often beat up on ourselves for things that we've done in the past when we're in a diff- very different headspace. And I was never in the headspace to do that or um, kind of financially too. Or is it to start IVF sooner or would it have been to do a couple of egg collections or, you know, who knows? I, I don't like to look back and, and beat myself up for the choices that I made because my life couldn't have happened any other way. Why? Because it didn't. And that's my favorite saying from a guy called Peter Crone. My life couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't. But I can look forward now and make new decisions. I can make those decisions that empower me and employ things on my fertility journey. This is me talking to myself if I was, you know, back at those crossroads um, that empower me and that help me to move forward in a way that I can heal, build and enhance. And enhancing is about enhancing your daily life and getting back into enjoying it. Do you know how much flooding your body with joy and excitement is beneficial to your fertility? <laughs> um, but if I, if I was to look back, what would I have done? I would have used de- hypnotherapy daily. Now, it wasn't one of my tools back then, but I definitely would have used it. Um, probably would have found a doctor who wasn't so willing to take a back seat right um on a few things but we live and learn right and actually I want to bring in a number four here I think my number four would be to know your body in a trusting way not in a let's do every test under the sun way but um as an important tool right um I would have lent more into knowing my body and trusting it and advocating for myself in that area. Um, So I would have done these things and focused most of my attention on keeping my nervous system calm. So focusing on your nervous system and not the numbers in some test. I think that would have been like my, my very big focus going forward with everything. It's not that I was always focused on the tests and things like that. I don't think that I was as much as some other people were. But having worked now with, like, I did a great job, honestly, pulling myself out of my my um, funk and starting to really have a ball with my life and things like that. Um, but I did lose my way there for a little while with number two, and I think that I could have employed more of what I'd learned the first time around <laughs> into my second journey. There were... Uh, mitigating circumstances though anyway those are my things today the missing approach that I think everyone really needs to consider on their fertility journey and like I said if you want to join me for my three days of awesome awesome uh, further information on how to really take back control of your fertility journey um, even a day to ask me any questions you want to ask me Go to studiofertility.com slash control and sign up now and get yourself in the fun. Okay, and I'll see you next time on the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Studio Fertility Podcast. If you want to learn more about how to work with me, just head to studiofertility.com slash shift and check out my transformational five-star rated program, The Fertility Shift. 
or you may just want to check out other great episodes at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And finally, if you love the podcast, why not leave a review? If you let me know you left a review, there may be something in it for you. And that's it. 